Yo, yo, yo. So welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode of Africans Talk Football Season 3. Um, how's everybody doing tonight? Good, man. Doing well, man. Glad the Premier League is coming back this weekend. For sure. Yeah, man. yeah it's good to see y'all. We took a little, a little week break as, you know, they had the uh, international break this past week. Saw a lot of news, actually. It's actually a lot of news that happened over this last week while teams were fulfilling their international duties in their home countries. Mm-hmm. Um, so let's just get into it. Do we do we want to start with the international thing and then move to our predictions? Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. Yeah, so we were just talking about it, but um, Hansi Flick, manager of the German national team, was sacked. After their loss to Japan four two, um, I honestly didn't even realize that he was sacked until until re- recently. Um, mm-hmm. yeah. I wasn't really paying a a whole bunch of attention to the international break. I was looking at some of the scores. I saw that Japan won all four of their friendlies, which is good for them. I honestly think mm-hmm. that Japanese team is going to be a very very solid force to reckon with over the next couple of years. They have a lot of good young players, Matoma. Is, is emerging as a as a young star in the Premier League. We'll talk about Brighton and some of the Prem teams a little bit later, but they have a very good system. They've always had a good program, and it, it, now we're starting to see like real, real stars emerge from that German team. Tomiyasu, another player that is in the Premier League. Um, oh. As I said, Matoma. They have they have some players. Yamino, Endo, Yamino, Endo, Yoshida used to play in the pro. Yeah. Exactly, exactly. They they even when they didn't have these high profile caliber players, they always had a solid team. And now that they're getting now that they're getting these you know these diamonds in the rough, they're they're starting to be a force to be reckoned with. But um, they're a great team. A great yeah, team. yeah, yeah especially like in the tournaments, like they. They play well. They play together. They Very disciplined had, too. Yeah. They've had uh, Germany's number, obviously, for the past in Qatar couple, and couple years <laughs> in Qatar and here. Uh, mm-hmm. But yeah, I think Germany. Um, shouts out to Japan. Obviously, I don't want to take anything away from them, but I think this says a lot about uh, Germany and the continued uh, decline that they've been on over the past. Um, Two World Cups, to be I honest. I would say, yeah, it's been like eight years, you know, almost mm-hmm. a decade. This wave of um, – since they won the, the, the previous World Cup when they did in, what, 2014? In Brazil, yeah. Like, I just feel like since then, they haven't really been able to replicate that new wave of guys. I mean, guys like um, – I mean, I don't Sane, know. Yeah, Sané. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Havertz. Um, I like Kimmich. Goretzka, are these guys really enough? Muller's still around. Mueller's I think with around. Hansi, though, I mean, let's be real. He was the former coach of Bayern. Um, if you followed Bundesliga, I mean, obviously you know that. Um, at least from what I from what Champions I Champions League winner, right? Yeah, Champions League winner. Yeah. But obviously he I think he has that favoritism for those uh, you know, those those Bayern guys. And I think that um just when you when I just from the outside looking in, when I look at some of the decisions that were made, like Tony Cruz not coming back, I think part of that was had to do with the direction that they were going in. And, um, you know, I think that that team is like that. They, they, they got a lot of good players there. I think that they they completely underachieved. But 
and yeah. maybe a fresh start here as a in the manager is what they need. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Um, I mean, like you said, guys like Tony Cruz, you just keep calling them back until they retire. This makes no sense. The guy is still playing at a high level, one of the best clubs in the world. Yeah, he has to be on that team. Yeah, it's it's weird because I feel like Germany is kind of in that weird space that Belgium is at, where mm-hmm. the old guard is kind of on their way out and the young guys are kind of on their way in, but there's no real there's no real mesh yet. Like the teams yeah. are, are still trying to figure out how they want to play. They're still trying to yeah. re-identify, I guess, try to like mm-hmm. re-familiarize themselves with who they want to be and. And it's crazy because when you look at the German team, I mean, when you look at the German team, most of them play for Bayern Munich, you know, or they mm-hmm. play for another Dortmund, high caliber yeah. club. Most of these guys now play for Dortmund. Yeah, or, you know, for Dortmund, Bayern Munich, or another very, very elite, highly rated club. So a lot of these guys have played with each other for years. And so when you mm-hmm. see them not have the success, you kind of have to look at the manager. And, mm-hmm. you know, Mike and I were kind of talking about this, you know, before we started recording, but he was talking about that last goal, you know, where Rudiger seemed to just not even go in for the tackle. And it's like, well, when you do things like that, you know, you're not playing for the manager. You're mm-hmm. you, so there must be something where they're kind of, I, I guess, done with Hansi. And um, obviously you see it now as, as he's been sacked, but what do you, what I do want to talk about a little bit more than that is um, shout out, shout out my young guy, Yo, Lamine Yamal, man. That oh, kid yeah. scored his first international goal. I oh, before we talk about Yamal, before we talk about Yamal, who, who, who is Germany's best player? I'm just wondering. Right now? Right now? Wow. Moussia. Well, Muller is still there, so I'll say Muller. Well, it, yeah. Yeah, I would say Muller is definitely their most decorated and yeah, he's definitely still playing at a high level, but I don't know if I would say yeah. he's their best. I think to me, Musiala is their best player. I, I was gonna Musiala say, or maybe Kimmich. I'll put Kimmich in there too. Yeah, Kimmich for sure. Yeah, yeah, I mean, them too. I mean, Musiala's to be fair, close. I'd probably put, yeah, actually, no, Musiala to me is like, you know, I, I rate Jude Bellingham very highly, mm-hmm. but Musiala is right there. I, yeah, I think yeah. Musiala might even. They're one. They're, they're always like this to me. Like I, I can't. Think, but I think that he's better than Bellingham. Yeah. If a year a year ago, I probably would have said the same thing. But this past year, what I saw Jude Bellingham do on the international and on the club level, I mean, b- besides what he's doing for Madrid, I think what he was able to do with that Dortmund team last year lead them to, for sure. you know, almost getting a. A Bundesliga. It really came down to that last week, and he didn't play for whatever yeah. reason. You know, we can all speculate, but it really came down to the last week. And that's, you know, in the last, last game decade, for yeah. yeah, literally the last weekend of matches. And mm-hmm. who knows what it would have happened if Jude played for Dortmund that match? He was on the sidelines. I speculated and said, I'm pretty sure Madrid said, "Look, that man's coming over here." I don't want him to play. I don't want him to get hurt. No, 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 no. no. He, he, that's he, just that's he just what play, I, bro. He couldn't play. He that's just play. all I'm saying. Mm-hmm. I personally think he's contractually obliged to the his his, his current team, bro. They Correct. made it that far in the league. The game was on yeah. the last day of the, the season. Nah, nah, nah. He, he yeah. 
Hey, he was wearing a he was wearing the practice penny. He was on the sidelines. He was coaching everybody. So I don't know what went on, but regardless, he can't come out. Yeah, yeah. Regardless, I feel like Jamal and Jude are going to be one of those ones where it's going to be they're going to be fighting for Ballon d'Ors along with Haaland. Wow, um, already? You think he's that good? Yes, I, I think wow. they're going to be. Maybe I think they're going to the be talents player, that are up he, there. He's there. The guy we're about to talk about now, I think, could be up there. Mm. I think the guy that we're about to talk to talk about now could be like what I thought <laughs> Defati was going to be. But yeah, could be. But yeah, I mean, we, t- we we talked about him a little bit, you know, in our previous episodes. But I think it, he's a youngest Spanish player to score in an international game, sixteen years old. I think they said one hundred and thirty something days. Every time I watch that kid. It's a nine out of a ten performance. He knows when to take players on. He knows when to get the ball off his foot. He knows how to find open space. All of his passes seem to be threatening in the attacking third. I, 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 honestly, I haven't seen a left-footed player this good on Barcelona since Messi. Like, I don't want to gas, but mm-hmm. I mean, what he's doing as an international player and what he's doing as a club player this young. I just pray they don't run him into the ground and that he stays healthy because he's seriously like uh, this is a talent I really haven't seen in a long, long time. Like I know we have a whole bunch of wonder kids. I know we have a, a, a slew of good kids coming up through the ranks that are 17, 18, 19, 20. I mean, we can we can look at Jude Bellingham. We can look at Saka. We can look at Foden. We can look at all these guys. But there's something special about this kid. I really can't put it on there, but. He doesn't make mistakes, and I, like he reads the game at a quicker pace than most people do at this level. It, it, it's kind of crazy for me to see. So I just wanted to shout him out. You know, Spain was doing their thing. They got, I think they won seven zero and nine zero in their international uh, Euro League qualifiers. But shout out to him, man. He he's a super special player, and I'm definitely going to be watching him for years. You know what's crazy to me? I feel the opposite way. I'm not. I'm not sure yet. But like you said, he's very good. I like the way he plays. Um, I'm not sure yet. I, that's all I, I have to say. I know he's I'm, good. I'm I can sure see it. Game, bro. I, mean, but, I think, Mike, if I were to ask you this person or this person, if I were to ask you Mudrich or him, who would you say? Oh, I'll probably right now. Because I feel like the, even the position Mudrich is what? in. Hold on, it cut out for a second. Hold on, hold on, hold on. What? It cut out. What would you say? No, I, I would say uh, Yamal right now. Yeah, he's he he's. I've seen him consistently play well. I haven't seen Woodrick consistently play well. That's fair. Yeah. So um, I don't know yet, but I felt that way about Al Sufati, man. I really felt that way about him. Like, yeah. I really thought this is the guy that's gonna, you know, give Mbappe the money. Uh, you know, he's gonna challenge Mbappe for like Ballon d'Ors and all that, but. He falls off, and then you know this new kid. I really want him to do well, but I don't know. I don't know yet. Yeah, I mean, my follow-up question: Who do you think is Spain's best player? Right now, I think it's uh, what's his name, Morata. Really? Yeah. I mean, he's the captain. He's scoring goals. Yeah, I probably. Omo is right there. Pedri's right there. Gavi's right there. But I have to give it to Morata right now. I mean, he he would be of the top. And I'm not talking ability. I'm 
I'm not talking about Billy. Just, I'm just that's saying, fair. That's pure fair. production. Yeah. I yeah. mean, he would have to mm-hmm. be, right? Because it would be Pedri's in there. I think Marata's in there. And then, mm-hmm. I mean, other than that, uh, Rodri. Okay. Oh, yeah. You're Rodri, right. yeah. Yeah, Rodri. Never mind. Rodri. From those I would say, yeah, I was going to say probably Rodri would be the guy for me. Yeah. But this, this might be a shout, and this could just be form because he's been on a tear recently. And by no means is he their best player. But Ferran Torres. He um a lot a lot of kid a lot of people a lot of people wrote him off when he left City man yeah. and I'm not gonna hold you I was never a Ferran Torres fan but still he not a fan. still don't I, see I don't know this, this last right week, yeah. these last couple of weeks these last couple of months he's been showing me something I'm not I'm not putting him up there as Spain's best player but yeah. I believe he deserves to start like he's just How been about on a Omo, tear though Omo. Danny almost good too. too. Yeah, yeah. You know, quietly, the guy I I believe he's Spanish, but the left the left back for Real Madrid, who's been playing lately. Oh yeah, playing very well. He's been been pretty. Yeah, I'm like okay. I I remember I saw it with Jordi Alba. I saw it with uh, um, Danny Carvajal. Carvajal. You, mm-hmm. You're going to be the guy who's there. the next one. Yep. Yeah. For the next. Speaking game. of Real Madrid, though, I, I want to say something about Jesus so far. They're playing him a lot higher. Have y'all noticed? Yeah, for sure. He's, He's playing a lot higher. Yeah. So I feel like that is also helping. And, you know, Ancelotti, bro, smart. Yeah. I mean, I think of someone with, of his skill set, though, I think putting him a little bit closer to goal is like. Yeah, I mean it's genius, especially with the way mm-hmm. that team is made up. No Vinicius exactly. right no now. You don't really have like that, you know, that attacking, you know, focal point. Rodrigo every now and then, you know, just lose to me. He's not that guy, but no. Mm-hmm. I mean, most of the goals that he's getting are like they're like hustle goals. They're like yeah. you know they're like they're not tap ins. Yeah, yeah, they tap ins. Right 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 the right end of uh, you know what I'm saying good anticipation. Mm-hmm. Like like the the one where. And he headed the, the ball, ball like that, bro. Huh? You talk about the header at the. Yeah, I mean you know, the, the header, but then it was just like the one dude shot the ball, and it was just like he he just he was the only one that followed on the shot. Mm-hmm. And it's just like you know, I think he's the he's the he's ideally what every fan wants when the club spends a hundred million. Like, Absolutely, someone like Absolutely. that's what you want. But he's cooking. Everyone's not Jude Bellingham. No, I even, agree. He, even even scored for England too. Yeah, scored for England. He's yeah. been scoring, man. And if we're talking about the most informed player in the world right now. I'd probably be him. Absolutely, I'd agree. Mm-hmm. I'd agree. You know, Mbappe hasn't warmed up yet, but <laughs> <laughs> Mbappe mean, warms he's up. He's had a couple too, but <laughs> no, Mbappe too. Not to his standards, you know. This yeah. might be a shout. This year, I think with no Neymar, I think like PSG has have shown that like. You know what? We're, we're rolling with you, the French boys. Yeah, you know what I'm saying, like the French, French. boys. <laughs> I think this is going to be like a Ballon d'Or season uh, for Mbappe. Wow. I mean, wow. I, I guess I guess the the previous ones were I, as well too, but this one I feel like he's going to put up crazy numbers. He has to. He has to. Yeah. You, you got the team. Yeah. You got the boys that you wanted, bro. He has. Kolo Muani, Usman Dumbele, the Gonzalo Ramos, the guy who scored a hat trick. Yeah, exactly. And I was just gonna, yeah, Portugal. I was just gonna bring up Barcola. Yeah, they they built that squad. No excuses, but 
Bro, yeah, fifty goals. You know, we know it's a one season thing, you know. It's a one season thing. He's about to leave anyway. I think he 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 may re up. I I think them them letting go of Neymar really and showed it, him that like you know we're we're rolling with you. Yeah, I think he, he will go to Madrid. Let's be real, but like yeah, he's he still to Madrid. He has time. He has time. He yeah, could go to has time. He could go to in four years. Mm-hmm. And yeah, still have five years to just do whatever. Fuck around, exactly. <laughs> yeah, man, it's it, they're solid. And like speaking of Goncalo Ramos, I was just going to talk about Portugal. Portugal looks serious. You know, Ronaldo is With no longer Ronaldo. you know on the squad, and they're it. It is wild. Man. He was suspended. He was suspended. He was back. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Come on, man. Don't do but, my goat like that, man. Hey. Hey, it, no, they're still in awe of him, bro. Like, even like you be seeing the pictures, like he be doing like the shooting drills at the end, and they're all just posted up, just looking at him. Okay. Like, <laughs> but it'd be Rafael Leal, Gonzalo Ramos, Bernardo Silva, all these guys, all these guys that I just named, Bruno Fernandez, you know, real Mandan, you yeah. know, Jao Cancelo, all like, hey, yo, yo, he's about to shoot. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, it's. It's it's kind of like playing with Jordan when he was on the Wizards. Like you could tell it was diminishing a little bit, but there was still stuff he could do on a court that nobody else could do. It didn't matter how old he was when he laced up. You know you're playing Jordan. Same thing with Messi. Same thing with Ronaldo. Like it's crazy that you know we watched their whole careers, and unfortunately, it, it's time for you know them to think about possibly hanging up the boots in the next couple of years, but. It's one of those things where we just appreciate greatness, and every time we get to see them lace up, is one of them things where it's like, nah, yeah, they still got it. <laughs> like they still got it. It's funny you say that, man, because if you watch Jordan at the end, you, you know he was still averaging good numbers, but like it was ugly, it was <laughs> ugly twenty four. You know what I'm saying? It was ugly twenty six, but we got there nonetheless. I'm just saying, since Cristiano Ronaldo, I don't think we've had a goal scorer. A goal, a striker scored more than 17 goals since Ronaldo. Wow. Yeah. Talk about United. Yeah. Wow. Well, a year ago, two two years ago. Yeah. There was even a stat that was even built on top of that. That was, I think, the last person to score more than 17 goals. That person was Ronaldo. There was only like I think one or two. It'd be one person that separated. I would say probably Van Persie and then yeah. who? I think, yeah. It was Ronaldo, Maybe Van Rooney. Persie, Ronaldo. No, oh, you. it was Ronaldo, Rooney, Van Persie, Ronaldo. Okay, yeah. I was going to say Rooney had to be up there. Yeah. Yeah. But. Yo, speaking of greatness, Cornelius, that list you uh, posted mm. of the 100 all-time best players, I think. Ever? <laughs> yeah, I, I I can't. I can't. I was few minutes. It was, ru- it was rubbish. Rub- I was reading the list. Griezmann just... over Benzema. Griezmann are like 48, and I think Benzema was are like in the 80s. I, I want to say they had Thierry Henry at 58. I'm like, what? I mean, some of those names on that list. And then not to, you know, this is Africans talk football, so we got to talk about exactly. it. It wasn't enough African players on there, man. No. Absolutely. There were not, not enough, enough African players what? on there, man. Come on. So I'm not I'm not exactly sure the publication that made that list, but they can go ahead and scrap that. Yeah, that was all, all the way wrong. Yeah, I mean, but um, I'm looking the, at. Some, hold on, can can ahead, I just speak on some yeah. of these guys? Yeah, go ahead, go ahead. Can I just list you the top? Can I list you the top uh, five? 
So it's Messi, it Ronaldo, Messi, Ronaldo, Pele, Maradona, and then uh, Estefano. Followed by Xavi, Xavi, Johan Cruyff, Ronaldo, Brazilian Ronaldo, Paulo Maldini, and Franz Beckenbauer. I'm sorry, but I, <laughs> I, I just I just want there to be a few things. First of all, I never I don't know who Estefano was, but he was not Ronaldo. <laughs> I'm sorry. Shabby, I love Shabby, but he was no Ronaldo. I think Ronaldo to me is probably like, if we're being real, I mean, I don't know. I guess if you ask an old head, you know what I'm saying, he may tell you Estefano. I never, I don't know who is Stefano. I know he, Real Madrid guy. I get it, but like, come on, bro. Look at this list. Zidane is at twelve. You know, yeah. I love Luca. Mar- Hold on, why is Angel Di Maria at seventeen? Man? Above Modric, Iniesta, Ronaldinho. These <laughs> Americans don't know shit about football. Come on, man. Like, what is this? And then we got Thomas Muller over at 27. Zico. Thomas Muller. Come on, bro. You're right. Di Maria 17 is way too high. Ballon d'Or winner. Dabit Ballon d'Or Dia. winner Kaka at 38. You know, it, it's crazy. Like, Antoine Griezmann. Antoine Higher Griezmann. than Benzema. <laughs> Zlatan at 55 above. Hold on, hold on. Antoine Griezmann is at 48. 48. I, I just look over 82 and 83 is Gerard and Lampard. No way, <laughs> bro! That's crazy. Man, this is fried. Whoever, whoever uh, made this all list, the way wrong. Um, you're fried. We're doing free, uh, free promo, but yeah, yeah, <laughs> I, yeah. That's why I didn't even name who that was. But to to wrap up the international news, um, obviously I have to talk about the U.S. national team. Yes, sir. Mm-hmm. I know they're playing all you know some. Cupcakes. Some lesser squads, but Cupcakes. this this U.S. team is looking solid, man. This and we're not even putting up our A squads for a lot of these games, but <clears throat> I'm serious. This this U.S. team, I've been watching them since this past World Cup. I've been watching the way they train. Obviously, I've been watching the players in the Premier League. I've been watching them all over Europe. This team is getting better. This team is getting very very solid. I mean, shout out Christian Pulisic, who's doing a tear right now for Milan. Um, you know, I love to see it. As, as much as I had my reservations about him when he was a Chelsea player, I always knew he had it in him if he could stay healthy. And I feel yeah. like this move to Milan was the perfect move for him, him and Yunus Musa over there, American boys, and they seem to be clicking really early. Shout out to Wea, who's been on a tear this year as well. Shout out to him. They're all getting their they're all getting their shine, man. It's gonna be yeah. I mean, when you look at players like Brendan Aronson, who's here, even the buddy who who was on Royal Antwerp, can't remember his name, another young guy. There are a lot of these young players who are actually getting a lot of time in Europe and they're they're getting a lot better, man. I, I still think we need a different manager because at the end of the day Oh, it's the same guy, right? He came back. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. At the end of the day, I don't think the manager who we have now is ready to get us over the hump. But I like what the U.S. team is doing. We're getting a lot of players in rotation. Pepe has scored in his last two friendlies, I believe. He scored against Oman and then can't remember the other team we played. But I love to see. Yeah, yeah. I love to see. A lot of these guys are they're, they're rooting for Pepe. 
And like I said at the last World Cup, he wasn't ready to be the starting striker. Mm-hmm. We still don't have a starting striker. Personally, Not I don't believe we have one. Nolagun is Oh, true. I forgot we got yeah. Shout out Wale. He's Shout out my boy Falaren, man. Falaren right. is also scoring. It, it only took, you know, like 20-some years, 15-plus years, but we finally got the nine that we were looking for. Finally got a finally got a real striker, and it's nice to see that there's going to be some competition in the camp when you see, you know, players like Pepe scoring and you, when you have Brandon Aronson behind you. And it, it's very, very fun to watch. Very, very fun to watch. The defense, too. Like, you know, keeping clean, like playing well defensively. Like, man, I, I think as a – as a U.S. fan, I think there's a lot to uh, um, be encouraged about. Um, like you said, I think Pulisic looks like completely refreshed. I think it helps. I think going into a situation like Milan where you don't have to be the guy, you can just you know lay the out. The pressure's not as bad. Yeah, the yeah. pressure's not on you all like that. You don't really have to – You know, you just have to do what he does best. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's working, man. So I think with him, Musa playing well, Tim Weah, Tim Weah, man, you talk about someone who, like, don't count him out. Like, injury, mm-hmm. crazy injury still comes back and looks, like, up for it. So, our attack, um, you know, as Americans, like, it looks it looks good, man. We got, you know, mm-hmm. Balogun, Balogun, Pulisic, and uh, Tim Weah. That's not bad. We could do something with that, yeah. 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 You know, and, and even though Weah has had some pretty, pretty rough injuries early in his career, he's only 23. I mean, if you look at the core of this American team, like I said, by the next World Cup, our core should be all around 24, 25, 26. They'll be hitting their prime. We should be a force to reckon with, man. Mm -hmm. It's very, very good to watch. And Salam, as you were talking about defense, I was just looking at who we played at our our last match. We had Serginio Dest. We had Miles Robinson, brother of Anthony Robinson. We had Chris Richards, who start, you know, who plays for Crystal Palace. We we have some guys back there, you know. Even Tim Ream, thirty five, still still got a little cool. bit of gas yeah. in the tank. Still got a little bit of gas in the tank. I mean, eventually we're gonna have to move on from him, but it's it, it's very refreshing and it's very great to see that this U.S. team is figuring it out and gradually they're getting they're they're getting you know they're getting better on the world level. It's not like teams can look at us and they call us chumps anymore because. We're practicing with you at Juve. We're practicing with you at AC Milan. We're here in Crystal Palace. We're here in Fulham. So it's very, very good to see that these players are getting that international experience and also this, this you know, this club experience abroad. Yeah, for sure. But uh, just to finish up the international news, man, how y'all feel about Southgate as we switch to, to talk right. about England a little bit in our English clubs? This M- Maguire PD party has to end, like... I'm sorry. It's like, why are we always treated or have to treat Maguire special? Exactly. Clean game. Why, Three why goals. The only one goal is him. Like at some point, it's it's not even like abuse. It's just so obvious. Like, stop putting him in positions to get abused. Like he doesn't need to play. He didn't deserve to be there. Yeah, he didn't. It's that simple. Yeah. <laughs> Literally that simple. Yeah, man. <laughs> I, th- I think I think um, I, I agree. I think the one thing that I do kind of respect is, um, I guess, like I, as a manager, I don't know. I just look at it from this perspective. Like, I do respect Southgate's like consistency. Like, he's gonna ride mm-hmm. for his guy, uh, mm-hmm. regardless. And I think that, but he's not riding for Sterling. He's not riding for someone. No, no, of these no, guys. for sure, for sure. I, I think that a part of it is also just like kind of protecting um, a player who needs. 
I guess, protecting. But then, like, when you look at the situation, why does he need protecting? Because he's not really up for playing at this level. I I don't – at this point, to me, I I, I don't think that he should be even in the camp. He certainly doesn't need to be playing, though. Like, you have – you have – and why are you playing Louis Dunk? You know what I'm saying? Like, 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 just gay. You have young men on the bench. Play, play gay. Play Levi Colwell. Play the guys that you know are good enough. It's just like, as an England, I'm not an England fan, but as an England fan, like, it must be frustrating knowing that your manager will never pick the best players. Like, mm-hmm. like, I, I think th- there should be no reason why he's even why Maguire is even considered as the third or fourth center back, because it's not. If you Luke options, and he's healthy, he's better at center back than you are. Mm-hmm. So, and he's a left back. So, like, I, I just think that again, I think it's just more of, um, I don't know, man. It, it would have just have been nice to see, you know, Paul Pogba get this level of protection, you know, and you know. I oh, know. speaking of Pogba, how do you guys feel about his thing? Free my guy, Pogba. <laughs> did you guys hear what he said? Some supplements. He said, "I ate some supplements and I didn't know what was in them." No, nah, I feel like, right. but like you got, you got to look at it from his side, bro. He's had so many injuries over the past like what, twelve months, bro. Like you're just trying to get back. And I'm sure. As, I'm not saying I'm not condoning PEDs, but I'm just saying, <laughs> like, I, I feel for a guy who who can't stay mm-hmm. healthy and is trying to do you know his best and trying to get back, and unfortunately. It just sucks, man. Because if this is true, then it's just like that's his career. Like you yeah. should have just four years. Yeah. You should have just went to Saudi, bro, and called it. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think he probably could, still could, right? Like he could. It's yeah. Not... yeah, I'm not sure how it works mm-hmm. with the with the laws there. I mean, I think he still has a, a chance for an appeal. So the four years is like okay, without us investigating anything, usually this is what we give. So yeah. then after everything is done, they'll actually give him. What it is, but it's sad, man. Like you said, it's really sad, man. I hope it's not like intentional or anything like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's uh, I don't know. It, it the rise and falls, of, you know, of, of some of our favorite players is it's, it's crazy, the highest man. of highs, and sometimes they get the lowest of lows. But mm-hmm. at the end of the day, he is our African brother. I know he is naturalized French but African brother, and I do wish him the mm-hmm. best. And hopefully it is an accidental thing that he just mm-hmm. didn't know about. And maybe, you know, whoever is running the appeal will see that and give him the benefit of the doubt, to be honest, because the world isn't the same when Paul Pogba isn't on the pitch. Yeah, I, I can say that much. Yeah. But yeah, man, some great international news, but the Premier League is back. This weekend, and uh, as we always do on this podcast, we like to do we like to do predictions where we believe our teams will fall on the table throughout the year. We like to do about three a year. We do one in the beginning of the year after our teams play about a month's worth of games. We will do another prediction halfway through the season, so at about week match week nineteen, match week twenty, mm-hmm. to you know reassess, and then with 10 games left, usually in the Premier League season, we go back and we do our final predictions on where we think teams will fall on the top 10, the top 10 spots of the table, and then who we believe will get relegated. So without further ado, let's get these picks in, my boy. 
Who wants to go first? So honestly, I was gonna I was gonna go with Gabriel. So because unfortunately, oh, Gabriel yeah, yeah, is he's uh, not here. Gabriel is not able to be with us. He's getting he's getting ready for another trip across the pond. Maybe he'll be kicking it Ooh. with Saka and Amandem soon. Who knows? <laughs> Who knows? I right? I heard Pusha Big T Monty. dropping a verse for them new kits. Maybe they'll be over oh, there wow. soon. <laughs> but um, but yeah. So I'll go ahead. Gabriel gave me his his list of predictions. So. As we historically do, I'll start with the 10th team, and then I'll go from 10 all the way up to who he believes will win the league. So predictions, September 14th, 2023. Gabriel believes that in 10th place will be Chelsea. Wow. What? Wow. That's my guy, Let me get through his list. Wow. Let me get through his list. Is he not here to rebuttal, you know, and then we'll discuss. Yeah, yeah, go ahead. So 10th place, once again, he has Chelsea. Yeah. Ninth place, he has Brentford. Yeah. Eighth place, he got United. Seventh place, he's got Aston Villa. If he doesn't, hold on. If he doesn't have himself at first, I swear I'm about to call him. Sixth place, he's got Newcastle. In fifth place, he has Spurs. Yeah, the, yeah. fifth place, wow. he has Spurs. So then Champions League berth with the first one, he has Brighton at fourth place. Liverpool at third place. City at second place. And then he has Arsenal winning the league. Yeah, he, he, he chose the right day to be off. I have so many questions. So many questions. That's uh, for the wow. three teams Aston he's got. Villa's gonna be better than us. Yeah. So he he's got Luton, Everton, and Burnley as the teams that get relegated. Wow. Okay. This year, okay. those are my three for relegation too. Honestly, I when he sent me his list, I said that's nasty behavior putting Chelsea at tenth. Yeah. And you know what his response was? Last year, you guys were 13th, so this must be an improvement. <laughs> I was like, first of all, we were 12th. So <laughs> wow. watch your mouth. <laughs> watch your mouth. He's not wrong. But, he yeah, I mean, that. for him to put United and Chelsea below Aston Villa for me was – it was a little eye-opening. I'm like, yeah, what has Villa done so much in these, you know, these first four matches that has you – Believing. You know, believing in Unai Emery and, and this team. Granted, they they do they do look a lot better than they have in the past. Last year with getting Unai Emery, we saw a resurgence of of Villa. They actually looked a lot better. Ali Watkins was starting to score goals, but I, seventh place is crazy to me. I understand why he put Brighton at fourth place. I think he's giving Spurs the benefit of the doubt because of the way they started, but I don't know if they're better than Newcastle to me either. So for him to put Spurs above Newcastle and then Villa above United and Chelsea, I'm like, all right, bro. I'm not sure exactly what you see, but yeah, we're, we're going to have to talk to him when he, you know, when we record Absolutely. next and all four of us are back on the, back on the pod. But did y'all have any, anything to say about his four or his, uh, his top 10? Nah, I mean, I, I, I think um, I, if I was him, I would have, to, he would have to put Arsenal at one. Uh, mm-hmm. last year went. Um, I just think that we're a little um, the recency bias with Brighton. I understand. I'm not taking anything away from them, but to have them at fourth place, that's think, wild. Come on, 
hipster FC. Gabriel's the kind. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but 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 every, I mean, time, you, every yeah. time you call a team history, though, they end up doing all right. He he's the one that. But where do you have Newcastle? He he had him at uh, I want to say five. You didn't even have. Yeah, yeah. I, I think this Arsenal year, one, five. City two, Liverpool three. Top five no, is Champions yeah. League, right? Top five is Champions League. Brighton yeah, at now. four, yeah, Spurs at five, then Newcastle at six. He's at Newcastle okay. at six. I'm gonna follow that up. I'm gonna go next. I'm gonna just I'm gonna just run through it. Um, at ten, I have Brentford. Um, at nine, I have. Because I'm writing yours down too. Yeah, at ten, I have Brentford. At nine, I have West Ham. At eight, I have Brighton. Uh, at seven, I have uh, Chelsea. At six, I have Spurs. At five, I have Newcastle. At four, I have Liverpool. At three, I have Arsenal. At two, I have. Man United <laughs> <laughs> and Man City will win the league again. Um, wow. just a few points for me. I just feel like I know West Ham has had a brilliant start. I think that will taper off. Um, Brian, I think, will do well enough to stay afloat. But even just looking at these teams on paper, um, these are 10 good teams. So I think at the end of the season, to be amongst this 10 um, is good for them. <clears throat> Chelsea, I think, at seven is respectable, considering where they were last year. I think having one game a week, I think that you guys will figure it out. But the thing is, is you're going to have those inconsistencies, and I just feel like you're going to drop the games that you probably shouldn't drop. And then in the big games, I, I think you might surprise a few people. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, Spurs at six, I think, you know, they, they, they've they had a good season, but I, I still have – I don't know. It's hard to gauge the Spurs. This could yeah. be a new this could be a new chapter for them, but I don't know, man. Uh, more of the same there. Newcastle at five. I don't really have much to say. That's just where they fall. Mm-hmm. Liverpool, I think, honestly, Liverpool and, and Newcastle, I, I could have had switching. Defensively, I mm-hmm. think Liverpool is going to concede a lot of goals. To be honest with you, I think going forward from out of all the top uh, six teams, I think they'll concede the most goals. And I think wow. that, that could potentially hurt them um, in terms of, like, wherever they, they, they land. And as far as Arsenal, United, and City, I mean, City, I don't really want to talk too much. I just, as a United fan, I feel like no one has really seen the best of Man United yet. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't, Ten Hag hasn't either. <laughs> so I, I think with Rasmus coming in, Amrabat coming in, um, I think that those two will really um, help out. That Rasmus cameo was very encouraging. Mm-hmm. To me, Amrabat, I feel like, is going to come in. And I, 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 I've never been so confident of a player that, like, like coming I mean, in. He has experience. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You know, he has the experience. Like, he's not past it. He has the legs. He's mm-hmm. African, so you know he has, like, the mentality, the work rate, all that. So, like, um, I mean, you know, just like last year, they started off slow. And United had a great, great, well, cons- you know. Relatively great season, but yeah, City will win the league, unfortunately. Okay. Now it comes to Chelsea boys. Yeah, I can go first. I'll go ahead and rattle yeah, mine off because I feel like we where where we place Chelsea is gonna be a little different. But for me, I said tenth place will be West Ham. Ninth place will be Brentford. Eighth place will be Chelsea. 
Wow. Seventh place will be Newcastle. Sixth mm -hmm. place will be Spurs. Fifth place will be United. And then the top four, I got Brighton, Liverpool at three. Wow. What, what are people seeing in Brighton? Arsenal at two, and then City at one. Yo, Brighton high. Wow. Brighton, yeah, yeah Brighton man. life is crazy to me right now. So I'll I'll start off. I'll start off with Chelsea being at eight, and I put them there because they've shown me nothing over these first four matches. Has been very inconsistent, and I to piggyback off Salam. I think that's how our season is going to go. It's we're, we're going to have some highs, we're going to have some lows. I can see us winning three, four matches in a row, and then easily going down in a slump where we lose two or three. And I personally don't know how we're going to recover from that because we don't really have many leaders on our team. So when we go into a slump where we maybe lose two or we drop points to a team that we shouldn't drop points to and go maybe three weeks with no win, I don't know how we climb back from that. Um, I still don't have much faith in Poch as that manager that's going to get us back on our horse. Again, because of the inconsistency I've seen over these first four matches. So for me, I, I really am just hoping that we can get some sort of stability over these next couple of months. And hopefully, you know, that changes because I, I, I don't think on. Well, let me let me say this. Let me say this on the pot. On paper, we have a top four squad in the prep. A thousand percent. Mm -hmm. With the money we spent, the players yeah. that we mm -hmm. have. Do you? I believe we have a top. I, I believe, I or I guess, Champions League is top five. So I'll say top five. You think you have a Champions League striker? No, not yet. I don't think we have a Champions League striker. But based off the players that we have and the caliber of what they're supposed to be, I think we can put together a front three that can score thirty goals in the Prem. And then if we get you know midfielders to pitch in here or there, that's that's kind of where I'm at right now. I don't really see. Nicholas Jackson scoring 20 this year in the Prem. I don't see him scoring 15 in the Prem. I can see him scoring around 15 to 18 all competitions, considering we're in the FA Cup and the Carabao as well. But with no international play, I don't really see, or with no uh, European play, it's good for us. And I think it just gives us one and or two games a week to focus on. But I need to see a little bit more stability. Um, I got Brenton or not Brenton. I got Brighton at top four, man. I, based off what they've done last year and how they've continued to build, you know, even with selling players and bringing players in, they, they, they have a good system. It seems like they really are flying under the radar, even though they're smacking some of these teams. And because they have Brighton this year feels to me how Newcastle was last year. They started off strong. Nobody really with Newcastle, nobody really was paying them attention until it was halfway through the year. They came back after the World Cup and they were still firing. Obviously, they're going to taper off, I feel like, in January and February, as a lot of teams do. But with their manager, I mean, he was with them last year after Graham Potter, you know, left and went to Chelsea. And it seemed like they didn't skip a beat. They got a lot better. And so for me, I think that this Brighton team. They don't have to play, you know, in the Champions League. So they're not seeing a lot of these teams that United has to see, that Arsenal has to see. So on a week where you might have a Wednesday night game and then turn around on Sunday with tired legs, Brighton might be 
a hundred percent ready to go at you. And those are be the those those will be those tricky games where I think they'll get a result where maybe at the beginning of the year they possibly didn't think they could get a result. So I think Brighton is going to be right in that Newcastle four to five tricky team to beat this year. Spurs, I think they'll be Spurs. I think they'll be right around sixth place under United. I'm giving United the benefit of the doubt because I still believe in Ten Hag. I saw what he was able to do last year as his first year as a manager, get a trophy, maintain top four. And so I know he's having his little turmoil. But, I mean, look, we look at what Ten Hag had to deal with last year in his first month. Ronaldo was gone. Jaden Sancho was going through his ting. He had to implement a new style of play for a new team. It took them a little bit to get together and try to figure out how he wanted to play. So I think United's in a good spot. Where I think it's going to be hard for them this year is that you guys are in a lot of competitions. You're in Champions League, obviously FA Cup, Carbaro. So you're going to have weeks where you, you know, you play three matches in 10 days, 11 mm-hmm. days. You're going to have to gotcha. be able to turn that around. And looking at your roster right now, I don't know if you guys have – you got the bodies, but I don't know if everyone's going to be able to play at that caliber week in, week out for you guys to, you know, potentially fight for the, the title this year. So that's kind of where I'm at with you guys. It's my turn. It's my turn. All right. So at 10, I have Aston Villa. I think with Europe and the inexperience, they're going to suffer in the league. Uh, I have West Ham at nine. I have Newcastle at eight. Hmm. Newcastle, uh, from what I've seen so far this season, I think they're beatable. Uh, They can get got. Um, after uh, Liverpool, the Liverpool game, it tells me that, you know, they can be fragile. Um, I have them at eight, at seven, I have Brian. Uh, at six, I have Chelsea. Um, at five, I have Manchester United. Four, I have Tottenham. Three, I have Arsenal. Two, I have Liverpool. And one, I have City. Obviously, City is still the best team in the league. They have the best striker. Um, they have the best midfield and I'll, I can say possibly best defense. Um, oh, yeah. So I think they're a complete team and I can see them winning the league. Liverpool, on the other hand, I, I also think they've rebuilt very well. Um, I agree. Coming into the uh, season, we were all worried, oh, Liverpool's midfield, Liverpool's midfield. They just added Gravenberch and uh, what's his name? Endo, um, <laughs> Shaboslai, McAllister, all great players. I think Liverpool will be fine. Uh, what's his name is coming back? Uh, Bastetic is a very great player. So Liverpool have enough depth in midfield to, I feel like, hang around. They also have Thiago. He's still there. So, Wow. That's why I put Liverpool at two. Uh, Arsenal at three. I feel like uh, it's not going to go like last season. And now you're the uh, you're the hunted. You're not hunting anymore. You're the hunted. Everybody wants you. And inexperience, you know, is going to get them. And, like, I feel like... They're still trying to figure things out, and they're gonna have games where they, you know, drop points because of that. So I have them at three. Uh, I have to number four because mm-hmm. no competitions, just three, ga- <laughs> uh, three domestic competitions, one game a week. They've been playing well. I think it'll keep going for a little bit. Um, five United. I think United, like Salam said, I think they're better than what we think they are. Um, if everything falls in place, United could make a run. But do I see them as a top four team? I don't think so. I don't see them as a top four team right now. 
Chelsea. Um, this on paper, this this pick, this six pick is me saying that we spent enough money on guys that should be able to push for us to make that top six spot. I think we have enough to do that. Are we going to? Is the uh, is the question? Too many injuries so far. I can already tell it's going to be an inconsistent season, and I th- I feel like with the guys we have, we should be able to win. I agree with Salam. We're going to drop points in games we we should win, and probably surprise. I mean, look at how we played against Liverpool. You would think Already we were back, yeah. <laughs> and we weren't. So Next week, see that West Ham, and yeah, yeah. Brighton at seven. I think they don't have enough depth to be com- competing in a Europa League. I just don't see it. And eventually, when you have to play three days after playing in the Prem, we're going to see that they, they won't be able to hang. And we forgot. Yeah. What's his name? Ferguson got a, a hat trick before we went to break. Mm-hmm. Before that game, it was 5 0 against Newcastle. Uh, who, who did they play? Newcastle? It was 5 yeah. 0. Let's not forget that. So I don't know. I don't think they're going to make a push for top four. There are too many good teams in front of them. Uh, Newcastle at eight. I explained it. I just feel like they're not as strong as we think they are. They really aren't. Um, West Ham are nine. They have good signings. I feel like they'll hang around. They don't have that it to be in one of those top seven spots. I just don't see it. Like they've added some good players, but I just don't see them winning games consistently like they have so far. Aston Villa, inexperienced, um, European games. Uh, they're gonna have to start making decisions on what to focus on. And Emery's a good European coach. Like they might end up trying to push for Europe. So I feel I like this might, you know, have them dropping off a little bit. So that's why I have them at 10. I still think they'll have a decent season. Um, relegation, I have Everton, Sheffield, and Luton Town. I think Burnley makes it up. Everton, if they don't go, it has to be uh it has to be something. It's just this is the year. This this is the year. Yeah, Everton. I think mm-hmm. Everton will survive, bro. Nah, I think yeah. this is the year. I think it's it's, it's Luton, tough. it's Luton, Burnley, and uh Sheffield. Sheffield is who I'm worried about. Three teams that came are going to be the three teams we'll bet. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's hard because I, I said the same thing about Nottingham Forest last mm-hmm. year. I just think Nottingham Forest, they are doing whatever they can to not go back down. Go back, exactly. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Taking loan after loan, you know, lever after lever. <laughs> you know? yeah. Just yeah, scratching I, for everybody. I don't know who their owners are, but they, they they're they're willing to spend on whoever. Yeah. yeah. A million here, two million there. Let's go. Uh, they bought Cho. <laughs> um no definitely I think um yeah no most definitely it's gonna be hard for Luton. Luton is the team that I'm mm-hmm. just like how do you it's a great story. But yeah. I just can you, you know, survive? I'm sorry, man, but you know, you, you, you're competing against Saudi money. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you can, you know, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's a big man ting when you get to the Prem. Yeah, let's get into predictions, though. Who do you guys play this weekend? Carabon Mark on Sunday, I believe. Bournemouth away. Yes. away. Yep. Sunday, I believe the game's at 9 a.m. Mm-hmm. Our time, Easter Standard. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
I really hope that this time off gave everybody a, a lot of time to think, prepare, to reflect, get yeah. their bodies right, get their mentals right. As my guy, um, as my guy likes to say, protect your mental, protect your chicken. Yeah. I hope they, I hope they went back home, got some good food to eat, yeah. able to hug mm -hmm. their parents, kiss their girls, you know. Just mm -hmm. take some time off, not think about football, but no, we're back. It's Thursday. We got a match in three days. Hopefully, mm -hmm. we can get away with another. I, I, I see us. Bournemouth is, is a tough team to beat. I mean, they've mm -hmm. been here for a couple of years now, so it's not like they're one of those teams that will be fighting relegation, hopefully. But mm -hmm. I think we can get a 1-0 win. I, I would love a clean sheet. Um, Just a 1-0 win was where I'm standing. Wow, 1-0 is so sad, but I'll just push it to 2-1 just, just for the sake of, you know. But I, <laughs> like you said, 1-0 is so realistic. Yeah. For this Chelsea team right now, I feel like 1-0 is a realistic uh, score, but I'll say 2-1. Chelsea win. Okay. United has uh, Brighton. I think um... – Hmm. You know, after that loss uh, to Arsenal, um, it would have well, been nice the game? to kind of go back um, to kind of go into the international break. I think, you know, like you guys said, reflect, take time away from it, come back um, refreshed and ready to go. But unfortunately, we've had a lot of drama at the international break. Jaden Sancho um, <laughs> and Hog obviously yeah. had their um, – their differences about how, um, you know, each other needed to conduct themselves, whether it be in training or not. But um, I think with that situation, I think Sancho was wrong coming out and saying whatever he said. I don't think that he has any grounds to really that statement. <laughs> yeah, I think that statement just seems like a very just like, I don't know, man. It's, you know, the timing of it is not good. You haven't really been playing well since you've gotten here. Mm -hmm. um, and like. I don't know, bro. Like, I, I'm not one to say that, like, oh, yeah, he definitely wasn't training well, but I see your effort in games. So I, I can't even I, I can't even imagine what your effort is in training. So like, um, it's unfortunate um, that, you know, between, you know, that and like the Anthony situation, it's just like we just, you know, we're always like we can't ever focus on, you know, the main thing, the main thing being the team, you know, but. It's, it is what it is. It's um, a tough game, though. You guys have coming up. Tough game against Brighton. I I think yeah. um, I think this is going to be tough for us, man. Uh, especially um, because I think Maguire and Lindelof will play. Uh, and I, wow. I think that's going to be the center back pairing. Um, hopefully, Lindelof is healthy enough to come back, and it's not Johnny Evans and Maguire. Um, if, it's, if it's Johnny Evans and Maguire, I think we stand no chance. Um, so um, hopefully Lindelof comes back uh, ready to go, and hopefully Maguire can just – I just don't understand, like, how we're still in this position with him. I do. He's on high wages, which is why he doesn't want to go, but it's just sad. But, yeah, I'm going to go 1-1. One, one. I think we get a point. I feel like – Where's the game? Is it at the Ultra Ford? I think it's away. Oh man, I have no idea. Was it was Brian the American yeah. American Express? The MX. the MX, yeah, the MX. Um, I mean, regardless of if it's if it's at 
if it's at Old Trafford or if it's at the Amex, it's going to be difficult. It's at oh, okay, so it's at Old Trafford, but oh yeah, I don't know. Hopefully, uh, we're always a much better team at home. Hopefully, Rasmus mm-hmm. can you know get us going, but. Um, I just I know we're gonna concede, man, and that's gonna be the hardest part about it. <laughs> I think we'll get a, I think we'll get a point. You know what? Forget it. I think we'll get. Nah, I'm not gonna. <laughs> we'll, we'll get a point. It's just I can't even get like excited, man. It's just the, the thought of yeah. McGuire and like it's just nah, just don't even compare yourself. Mm-hmm. I can see yeah. he was conflicted. Does anyone know mm-hmm. who Arsenal plays? Who does Arsenal play? Uh, I was actually just looking at it. Yeah, so Arsenal plays. Um, we should look into the uh, this the this, I think this they have is the one title of the big games this week. They got Everton away from home. This is the title. Oh, Everton, Everton. Okay. At Goodison Park. Tottenham mm-hmm. is next week, I think. They yeah, they're they're the the other Sunday game. Yeah, Arsenal. Arsenal should get that dub, man. Yeah, man. I mean, shit. We'll see, bro. I think um, it might be a doozy at Goodison. <laughs> Travis, yeah, they should get the dub. This but last year. last year when they went there, it was it was a it was it was a dog fight. Yeah, Abdullah Dukore, mm-hmm. my guy. I gotta tap in with him, man. Abdullah. So we we got a we got a little interesting matchup. West Ham they've looked decent so far. They play City at ten. You think they take any points off City? Nah, I feel like West no. Ham has never beaten City, man. I, I I feel like you know there's just certain matchups, bro. Cent- like, yeah, it's like just- Man City just whoops up on West Ham. I don't know. It just, it'd be the games where you, you used to see Declan Rice just running back and forth, just like not, just not about to touch it's the just ball. Like somebody help this guy. Yeah, bro. Uh, yeah, they're not doing anything in that game. No way. Oh no, it's a London Stadium. That I think is that why you're. Yeah. Nah, man. I think West Ham's at home. That's why I just said it's interesting. Hmm, it's could interesting. Get interesting. It could get I mean. Interesting. You think about it, no Pep. Pep isn't there. I think is De Bruyne is not there still, right? Right. Yep, he's out. De Bruyne's not there. So I mean, yeah, it could I mean any of these games. I think um I think for them it'd be wise to collect as many points as they can now before Pep comes back. Because you don't want to be in a situation where he comes back, De Bruyne gets back, and it's just like, well, damn, Arsenal's yeah. well, well. I don't know. Uh, Watching the way it went last last season, unfortunately, <laughs> got nine <laughs> points. You know what I'm saying? The last, you know what I'm saying? The last few weeks of the season, and then shamelessly blame Saliba. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I don't know. Let's be careful. Let's be careful. <laughs> Arsenal fans, I tell you, man. But um, shouts out. Um, you guys got shout outs. I have to. I'll, I'll shout someone out. I just Kudus, man. Kudus is cooking for us, man. So happy, man. Oh, the Ghana team is looking nice. It's looking nice. Hey, good for you. Our man. star boy. Uh, Ethiopia is probably not going to qualify for the African Cup of Nations. <laughs> <laughs> Neither is Liberia. So. <laughs> <laughs> uh, hey, man, that's my shout out. Ethiopia and Liberia, man. Just yeah. thank you for participating. Mm. We hey, to... we we just happy to be there, man. We just happy to be there. Nice nah, journey, though. <laughs> speaking about Liberia, man, shout out, shout out, my boy Tim Wea, son man. of currently the man. only African Ballon d'Or winner, Georgia <laughs> Pon Wea. <laughs> little little funny tidbit. So <laughs> Liberians are so unserious. This so Liberia is having an election coming up, mm-hmm. presidential election, and 
George Weah has been the president for the last, I believe, six years. Oh, wow. I think that's how they ter- wow. Yeah, I think that's how they- I think their terms are six, I believe. Don't quote me on that. It's either four or six. But this mm-hmm. man had a whole promo video of <laughs> he brought the ballon door and he was like, Y'all remember <laughs> this? Y'all remember this, right? Yeah, this yeah, show yeah. you what I could do for my people. <laughs> it's yeah. like, bro, you see the country no is in poverty and you're bringing up the ballon door. People you don't care about that. We need roads. Thing, we need man. schools. Yeah. We need infrastructure. You talk about that soccer. feeling I gave you. Remember? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was, I was. This man is so unserious. But yeah. shout out where, yeah. man. <laughs> shout out George Way and his son, man. Um, but yeah, man. Um, appreciate y'all for tuning in, man. Drop your uh, Premier League predictions on how you think the rest of the season is going to go. Yeah, let us know where you think your team will end up, you know, or if you want to drop a top 10 on our on our socials as well, we would love to see and, you know, have a little bit of conversation on how you mm-hmm. guys thought we did and where you think your team might end up this year. Absolutely. Let us know. And as always, good luck to you and your future endeavors.